actually, you know what? I'll, I'll throw in one more thing about time. There's a concept that I learned. So there's some really great introspection work by this organization called Holigral, H-O-L-I-G-R-A-L, which was founded by a physicist. I think he was a physicist, and then he got into kind of self-reflection work. And in the book called The Emperor's New Psychology, he talks about time as a momentum experience, which is what you might call being in the now versus a discrete experience where you're kind of creating this linear timeline in your mind. And when you're thinking about it linearly, that's when you're projecting past and future. It's when you're thinking about things as a series. It's often when you're kind of remembering things that you have to do or that maybe bother you or things that you want. And when you're experiencing it as a momentum experience, that kind of linear timeline fades away or collapses and you're just experiencing the world that's in front of you and you don't have this kind of mental chatter, this kind of lining up of experience of past and future anxieties and worries going on in your mind. You're just kind of fully in the present. And there's a related concept from the Hawaiian tradition that they call uh, vertical time. And so vertical time is being fully in the moment, experiencing what's happening in front of you and engaging with it wholeheartedly. And horizontal time or clock time would be kind of this projection when you go into kind of this light dreaming stage where you're kind of projecting past or you're projecting future and you're thinking about these things. And it's a skill, just like we were talking about before, in terms of reinforcing the brain reinforcing itself. You can reinforce your ability to slip into vertical time or into the momentum experience where you're more present. And it's kind of hard to do at the beginning, but you'll get a feel for it and you can get better at it. I'm certainly, I, I certainly need more practice. I think many people do, but it's a skill. And I think uh, through reflection or meditation or practice, you can learn to kind of navigate these different mental phases or states, which I think will bring more joy to people's lives, makes them worry less. Or when they do kind of slip into this worried stage, they can more quickly recognize what's going on and not take it so seriously. It's interesting that you talked about vertical time of the Hawaiian tradition. Uh, has there been any studies undertaken on you know such yeah. models of time and how the brain yeah. responds differently in, in such situations? Yeah, so there's a um, study on what's called your default mode network, which are areas of the brain that tend to come online when you're mind wandering or daydreaming, hmm. good or bad, right? Got you can it. be day daydreaming about something pleasant. You can be daydreaming about something not so pleasant, which we might call worrying. <laughs> yeah. And your default mode network in your brain uh, will start to light up. So in fMRI studies, you can see this happening when people daydream. And what they found is people who practice mind skills or meditation are better at modulating this activity and having it be less disruptive. So the concept of vertical time, one kind of thing pointing towards it, is if you can strengthen your ability to not mind wander, you're going to be more in this now experience, the things around you, feeling connection with the right thing to say, the right thing to do, the people that you're spending time with. Whereas if you're not so great at this, this muscle isn't developed, you're more likely to slip into mind wandering where the default mode network in your brain starts to light up and things start to go off, you know, your to-do list, mm. you're kind of daydreaming. You can get a sense, actually, of your vision changes. I don't know if you've noticed this, but 
when you're in the now experience, like the the room that you're in is more clear. Correct. Like you can see that you can literally see things better. And when you're daydreaming, actually your vision gets a little like it literally will get fuzzier and you notice that you're kind of thinking with your mind's eye and you're seeing these different things like oh yeah, I got to do that, I got to do that or like some memory comes up. Literally your eyes are changing. So actually I think there's some relationship between your physical eyes, your physical vision and that saying how you look at the world. There's like some funny correlation between actually your eyes and your vision and how you quote unquote maybe philosophically look at the world. So this idea of vertical time has a correlation in neuroscience that people study uh, with meditation or default mode network. And I think there's also this funny thing about time and being in the now and vertical time and how you are literally looking at the world. People who practice vertical time or or see time vertically, are they likely to be more I would say happier and less anxious than perhaps people who think as time is linear? Yeah, definitely. There was a uh, some studies published. I think it was uh, Ellen Langer's lab from Harvard and um Professor Langer studies mindfulness not from a meditation perspective, but just from like how you might think of the word being mindful. So like being aware of kind of what's going on and they would ping people on their cell phones throughout the day asking them what they were doing, how happy they were, and maybe like uh how mindful they felt, like how present, how aware did they feel? And there was a direct correlation between feeling present and happiness. So when you're in the present, you are going to feel happy. And you can even test this out. You can like right now as you're listening to this podcast, you can pull yourself into the present and ask, "How do I feel right now?" Probably feel pretty light if you're honest with yourself. Like you probably feel really good, pretty light. And you start to perseverate. Yeah, of course that's not going to feel so great. So kind of going into that projection linear time is good for planning. And mm. there is a place for planning, for sure. Like we planning is good, can be a useful tool, but you don't want to use that tool all the time. So yeah, there's a direct correlation between being present and your happiness. And I don't want to disparage our brain's ability to plan and project in the future. It's a beautiful tool. Like yeah. it helps us do incredible things. uh and like imagine new technologies and building a civilization and these wonderful things. I just think that oftentimes and I can speak from this personally, I overuse that part of my brain and that's what leads to worrying and and not feeling so great. Yeah, absolutely. I I can completely relate to what you said because as a writer, it's all credit to my default mode network that helped me imagine and write. Right, so I can't discount that ability. It's a marvelous tool. 